for some music. It kind of happened really organically, really like spontaneously. It's not just going in there and making a noise, folks. <laughs> the Classic Rock Files with Kelly Parker. Eddie Van Halen, of course, gone. Of course, we got the news yesterday from Wolf Van Halen, who uh, tweeted out, I can't believe I'm having to write this. My father, Edward Van Halen, has lost his long and arduous battle with cancer this morning. He was the best father I could ever ask for. Every moment I've shared with him on and off the stage was a gift. My heart is broken, and I don't think I'll ever fully recover from this loss. But former bandmates, family members also weighed in. Janie Van Halen, who was his current wife, said, My husband, my love, my peep, my heart and soul have been shattered into a million pieces. I never knew it was possible to cry so many tears or feel such incredible sadness. And she goes on to say, please watch over us. Valerie Bertinelli weighed in. 40 years ago, my life changed forever when I met you. You gave me the one true light in my life, our son Wolfgang. Through all of your challenging treatments for lung cancer, you kept your gorgeous spirit and that impish grin. I'm so grateful Wolfie and I were able to hold you in your last moments. I will see you in our next life, my love. So clearly, even though they couldn't be together, I guess he was the love of her life. Other band members, though, over the years have weighed in. Gary Cherron said, whether you were blessed to have known him or not, he was a kind and gentle soul. His impact on all of our lives was immeasurable. His music, eternal. My deepest sympathies to the Van Halen family. Love you, Ed. Michael Anthony weighed in. No words. Heartbroken. My love to the family. A shot of he and Eddie on stage back in the day. Sammy Posted a shot, maybe you saw this on the Facebook page, Sammy and Eddie in a plane during one of the tours, Happier Times. Eddie looks relatively healthy, uh, so this would be probably early in that uh, tour in the early 2000s. He just says, heartbroken and speechless, my love to the family. In fact, and this is just coming out today, apparently Sammy Hagar earlier this year had reconnected with Eddie Howard Stern shared a letter that uh, Sammy Hagar had written to him about this. Quote, Eddie and I had been texting, and it's been a love fest since we started communicating earlier this year. We both agreed not to tell anybody because of all the rumors it would stir up about a reunion, etc., and we both knew that wasn't going to happen. But he also didn't want anyone to know about his health. He said he stopped responding to me about a month ago. I figured it wasn't good. I reached out one more time last week, and when he didn't respond, I figured it was just a matter of time. But it came way too soon. So that's Sammy Hagar. So at least there's that. At least at the end of all of the ugliness, they reconnected. And David Lee Roth shot of he and Eddie backstage and just said, what a long, great trip it's been. A lot of people sharing their experiences of seeing Van Halen live. And I was lucky enough to see them early on, their first couple or three visits to Winnipeg, including it was September of 1979, their first ever visit to Winnipeg. And that was at the convention center. And I'll never forget just how incredibly blown away we were, not only with the energy that was coming from the stage, but Eddie Van Halen and his playing. We were just, I mean, we'd heard it on the records to see him actually playing it live was just like, what, what are we witnessing here? You you may remember a sports writer here in Winnipeg by the name of Grant McGinnis. I believe he's working down in the States now. But we went to school together at Westwood Collegiate. He was in my class, and we were talking about that show the next day. And he had seen Led Zeppelin live in Montreal a few months before or on the previous tour. He said Van Halen that night at the convention center, better than Led Zeppelin. And then it was just a few months later that uh, they played their first big show at Winnipeg Arena. Their show, as far as the production value, the equipment, the amps, was so much bigger at the time because by that time they were massive. An incredible show, that one. My 
my standout memory of seeing them live, and I think I saw them five times, including that disastrous final ever show at uh, Winnipeg Arena, Halloween night 2004, just before Bell MTS Place opened, when uh, Eddie was absolutely hammered on stage. The tension in the band, if you've read Sammy Hagar's book, was incredible and it looked at one point like sammy was going to drift eddie on stage that was the downtime but i saw them five times the one standout memory for me is probably the third time that i saw them still in the early 80s just a massive stage set and they had these kind of tiers of amps up behind alex going up like a staircase toward either edge of the stage at the back just massive and eddie started all the way at one end with some sort of solo or riff that he was playing and just started running full on down these stairs and then trying to get up the stairs on the other side and he just biffed and face planted halfway up those stairs completely wiped out you hear this crang on his guitar and he just starts laughing and he ended up sitting on the edge of the amps and continuing the solo just absolutely howling to himself but the best memory of anybody that i know is this experience that tom had and he shared with uh, vicky and you listeners this morning was when he got a chance to hang out with the sammy era van halen for an hour in the bowels of wembley stadium check this story out one of our world tours, mm-hmm. and we're in London at Wembley Stadium. So this was during the Sammy Hagar era, and Van Halen was not known over there. Okay? Really? Believe it or not, so it's Wembley, which is 80,000 people. Huge place. Van yeah. Halen opened up for Bon Jovi. They were the opener. And, and Bon Jovi was huge. Yeah. Okay, in Britain already. So I guess Van Halen, for whatever reason, had not been promoted over there. Uh, Because of that, we had some winners with us. They were able to arrange Van Halen to come after backstage and meet us because there was no one else there asking to meet them. (laughs) There was no demand. (laughs) These British people didn't know. But they went out and they slayed their performance. Oh, I bet. The, The crowd that did not know them at all absolutely loved them. Yeah. But... Too late for the meet and greet. Yeah. We already booked it. <laughs> you guys were in on the we, secret. We there. literally, this wasn't just, you know, one of those deals where you quickly, you know, uh, you shake a hand, you take a picture, and you, and you leave. Up. No, we hung out for an hour. No way. Yeah, because they had nothing else to do. Yeah. And they're like, oh, somebody who recognizes yeah. us. Well, not only that, uh, Alex Van Halen had a Winnipeg connection. He had dated, I think, even married a girl from Winnipeg. Oh. So there was that. Yeah. They always had a great time here. Valerie Bertinelli was with him and That's married right. at the time. She was there yeah. backstage with the band. Oh. And they sat around. I got a bunch of chairs and we just hung out. They were so happy to just hang out and, and chat with us. And uh, Eddie was. Uh, he was so gracious just a lovely man lovely lovely guy yeah indeed and now he passes at the age of 67 from is one of the greatest guitar players in the world to was one of the greatest guitar players in the world and we know this you always knew eddie's playing and eddie's sound and eddie's tone when you heard it and there will never be another like him that is the classic rock files